Good afternoon, Jory. How's it going, Jason? Good. How are you, man? Excellent. Stoked to be here again. Yeah. Thanks for joining me once again. Once again on tour. Yeah. That's awesome. Two years in a row. That's yeah. It was last summer, right? It was uh yeah like late May was when I was here. Yeah. Oh, okay. Awesome. Mm-hmm. And uh, tell me about this tour. You've been on tour for a while already, right? Yeah, about a month. I have been away from quote unquote home. Actually, I'm changing homes at the end of this tour. That's right. Like I'm making. I already made the move from. Uh, Minneapolis back to Bozeman. Oh, so you did? I just have to unpack all my stuff once nice. I get home. So, yeah. But it's been a blast so far. Played the majority of the cities I played on this tour are cities I've never even been to before. So it was a really oh, interesting that's experience. Really cool. so, like, there's yeah. so much of the United States that I've never even experienced. Like, yeah, yeah. Like stuff on the East Coast mostly? Mm-hmm. Mostly or? East Coast, yeah. Yeah. So, so you, did you go up to like to Maine and places like that? I tried to when I was booking things, but a lot of that didn't pan out, unfortunately. Yeah. So yeah. I'm going to try for next time. I want to get to Portland, Maine because I have a bunch of buddies there. I've never been up there, but really I've always okay. wanted to. Yeah. yeah, I've heard really good things all around. So. Yeah, I've heard there's some good venues up there. And I know um, a lot of those East Coast bands do really well mm-hmm. going up to Maine and Rhode yeah. Island and, you know, all of that. So, right. yeah, that's awesome. So now you're doing the West Coast. You're doing Portland tomorrow. and Portland tomorrow, yeah. And then on... August 5th, we're doing Olympia, and then the 6th, um, playing at the Highline in Seattle again, and then it's back to Montana nice. for two more dates, and then I get to finally relax a little bit. So Nice. Go. Where are you playing in Montana? I'm playing at uh, Jester's Bar in Helena. It's a uh, divey as hell, but it's honestly, like, might be my favorite bar in Montana. Nice. Okay. They they have, like, some sort of grant system where they have a guarantee, like, usually 100 or $150 per band. Oh, wow. Book, which is kind of unheard of in that, Montana. That's so. crazy. Yeah. yeah. And I just, a lot of buddies hang out in Helena, so it'll be really fun to just be back. It'll probably be a really small, intimate show. And yeah, then, well, that's cool, though. Yep. And then the tour ends with the show at the filling station in Bozeman with uh, my buddies Arkron Thodal. Oh yeah. I and also, uh, I don't know if I've told you about this project before, but I have a joke band called Big Montana and the Swing and D's. Yeah. you with, yep. with Jeffrey. Yep. Yep. Yeah. We, I know Jeffrey from Rose Gold. Right. Yeah. He's, I don't think he's actually playing with us currently. I've been away okay. for a while, but yeah. I think that we've, adjusted a little bit but right still a lot of the same dudes though so yeah i think we talked about uh that briefly on the last one yeah and uh yeah that's awesome that's cool so last show in bozeman and then you're back home yeah wow so that's awesome so, so you have a place in bozeman and all that yeah so actually um my brother and his uh former roommate they've been living together for several years and they wanted something a little bigger like to see uh just for something more affordable like yeah uh that they wanted to get a house, but uh, maybe a third roommate might have been, you know, something they right. want to bring into the mix just so they could afford to live someplace nicer and bigger. Yeah. And so, like, I'm like, I, that really uh, was a little thing in the back of my brain for a couple of months. I'm like, you know what? I miss my family. I miss yeah. Montana a lot. It'll be a good yeah. situation. Let's just do it. So, that's awesome. They already have a place, and so my stuff's moved over there. I just got to uh, wow. start kind of, I mean, a lot of it's kind of moved in already. So, I'm right. Just that's awesome. Adjust to living in Montana again. I'm really excited for it. I mean, the city's been cool, mm-hmm. but I think. Just a simpler... Yeah, simpler existence. Yeah, totally. I think it's going to be good for my headspace. Yeah, that's good. How long were you process. in Minneapolis? I was there for just about two years. Okay. Yeah. So. Cool. I've made that move from Bozeman to Minneapolis and back six, maybe seven times oh, no kidding. in yeah. my life. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, when I graduated high school, I moved right to Minneapolis. I was there for like two months, moved back. No kidding. Yeah. And then... Moved back to Minneapolis for nine months and then moved to Missoula. Wow, okay. And then it was in Missoula for a year and then moved back to Minneapolis and it just kept going like that for quite some time. Yeah. Mostly because I didn't know what the hell I wanted to do. 
Right. And I mean, job opportunities in Minneapolis were easy. Right. Exactly. I could just get a job like same day in some warehouse, you mm-hmm. know, anywhere. Yeah. Um, a little bit harder in Missoula. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I was struggling with it because I just I've never never really been a big fan of Minneapolis. And so I was always like trying to get back to the mountains and get back to the nature. Right. Exactly. But yeah. then I needed money. And so then I go back and yeah, it was just it was a struggle for a long time. Yeah. I totally understand that. Yeah. I mean, I think I wouldn't have been able to like have this perspective if I hadn't been in Minneapolis the last two years, like just appreciating the state yeah. of Montana so much. Like I kind uh, yeah. of realized like where I come from, how, how cool that is. It's actually. amazing. It's, it's amazing. State, so. it's, yeah. It's amazing. And forward to coming back for a while, at least I don't know what the future holds. Oh, sure. But, but that's great. That's, for now, I think yeah. I'd be pretty happy. So yeah. Yeah. But that's, that's kind of why I landed in Portland. Sure. Once I found a place that was kind of like this, it was like Montana in a way, but it has the city too. Had right. both things that I wanted, mm-hmm. and I'm like, okay, this is this is my new home. And now I've been here like fucking forever. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I'm excited for you. New start. Yeah. And uh, on the tail of a new record, somewhat on the tail of a new record. Right. Are you talking about the highlight one or yeah. the no the the the, okay. the previous? Uh, oh yeah, the uh, bleakness of our constant. Exactly. Yeah, right. Yes. Yeah. Because that's been out for since uh, October 27th. 2018. Okay. So. Yeah. So pretty close to a year. Almost. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. It's flown by kind of crazy. Yeah. 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 Well, last time you were here, you're talking about kind of putting finishing touches on it and right. things like yeah. that. I was just about completely done with the post-production of it when, yeah. when I went on tour. So yeah. That's fantastic. So yeah. What's, tell me about the highlight thing. Cause I don't really know what that is. I saw it mentioned, but I don't really know what that is. Right. Okay. So this is something that I've been chipping away at for like, I don't know. I want to say like, was it September? I can't remember what I put on the, on the Bandcamp page, but uh, maybe September of 2018 through June of, uh, of this current year, just kind of chipping away at this project. And it's, I wanted to try a completely different approach where I did something clearly more lo-fi and okay. a- attempt more dissonance. I don't know uh-huh. how well that worked out because I guess beautiful melodies just kind of happen right. the way that I write. And I'm, not, I'm fine with that. But uh, it's, a, it's a really dark record for me. It's a, it's quite the statement. Like I mm-hmm. intentionally didn't really put much polishing in like the post production. I didn't like the way I recorded it was actually really primitive as well. I didn't even use a guitar amplifier. I had this like little uh, receiver box thing. Okay. You plug your guitar directly into it with a quarter inch jack, and it already sounds disgusting. <laughs> and I put a Dan Great. Electro Black Coffee okay. distortion pedal. This is this ten dollar distortion pedal. I yeah. Put it with that, and it's just this gross kind of. Wow. I don't know, early 90s black metal sound. That's and, awesome. And um, I'm going to check that out. Yeah, so it, it's, it's not, so Highlight, is it? Highlight, yeah. It's actually inspired by like Highlight Canyon. Okay, so yeah. when I saw you post that the other day, right. that's of course what I thought of immediately. Yeah, exactly. And I had a project a few years ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, actually, okay. I had a story about this. So like I, I looked at, I just searched Highlight just to see if there's any music related things yeah. at all. And sure enough, lo and behold, like the only thing I saw was the was the highlight Esh, or highlight canyon by Hyreth Eshar. Exactly. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, whoa, no kidding. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Hi, Jason. Yeah. As, as soon as I saw that, I was like, Montana boy. Like, right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Highlight Canyon is one of my absolute favorite places it's on Earth. Yeah. It's it's crazy for people that don't know. It's uh, maybe hour. Uh, south of well, it depends on where you're going. I guess it's like a half hour south of Bozeman. It's really not far at all. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the, like yeah. the mouth of it is you know 20 minutes, half hour, and right. then but to get up to the lake is probably another 20 minutes or so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, just stunning, stunning region. I used to live 
walking distance from the mouth of the of the canyon. Oh no, kidding! Really? Over in that weird field area. I'm sure it's all subdivisions now, but back then. Yeah, it's there's it was, a lot popping up there now. But yeah, but man, crazy. I would, I would just I would go up there to do my homework after school. Oh, you cool. know, and yeah. just sit by the lake. And my dad ran a, a camp for kids up there. You know, if when you when you go up to the lake and you take you can take a right into that like kind of recreation rural area or you can take a yep. left and go around the lake right yeah it's still there there's a, like a giant camp with all these cabins and it's just like right on that left and okay it's amazing so we'd, i'd spend summers up there a lot that's awesome and yeah. like palisade falls and right i that. actually did that hike uh, when i was uh there just dropping my stuff off like oh that's month, awesome so, yeah so my dad and i we paved the trail up there Really? Yeah, my dad was part of the Lions Club. Oh, no kidding. Okay. And well, it wasn't just him and I, but it was like a group right, of people. You were but I was in that, yeah. Yeah, I was early teens. Yeah. Something like that. Wow. And okay. spent the whole summer up there um, paving that trail so to make it handicap accessible. Yeah, that's amazing. I wonder how they did that because it's kind of steep terrain. Like, yeah, yeah, it took a long time. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> but it was yeah. great. So, point being, I you know, spent a lot of time up there. So, it was really cool when I saw that, that name. I was yeah. like, yeah, that makes a lot so, of sense to me. Yeah, that was the hardest part, honestly, coming up with that, uh, like with, with the project was coming up for the dang name for oh, it. That's always the hardest part for me. It's like, I, yeah. I, I know how I feel and I expect it, expressed it musically, but yeah, yeah. putting names or words to things is always the challenge for me. Oh, so, totally. Yeah. yeah. I, that's, I think I'm I like so it. bad at that. So. And visuals are really bad for me too. Sure. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that's cool. I'm going to have to check that out. Yeah, so it's a, it's quite the statement. It just came out what, like a week and a half. I actually released it, as I said, like right as I left Ramin's house. Uh, oh, nice. Yeah, okay. I went to the Cultiva. It's a coffee shop in Lincoln. Yeah. Sat down, used their Wi-Fi, and just mm-hmm. uploaded it, and bam, there it was. So Damn, that's awesome. Kind of funny. That's yeah. great. Yeah, so, I forgot. Uh, we just spoke on the phone not too long ago from yeah. Ramin's house. No, we, oh, you yeah, and I. Right. Yeah, yeah we just briefly. Yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. Yeah, that was awesome. How was that visit in Lincoln? It was remarkable. It was really good timing, actually. He had just finished uh, submitting all of his... Uh, his work for his uh, right. dissertation and stuff. And so he could finally relax. And so right when I got oh, there, he's good. like, I'm done. I'm not going to do anything tomorrow. Let's just relax. Yeah. And that's what we did. It was awesome. So. The, yeah, that's great. He's been pretty occupied. And mm-hmm. it's it's funny because typically we, we text quite a bit. Last few months, not right. so much. Yeah, he's been, <laughs> been a busy bee. Been very, very busy. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Um, yeah, we're going to Lincoln in like two weeks for his graduation. That's right. So. I'm actually going to see if I can afford to hike down there just nice. like, real quick. Yeah, yeah. Just make like a couple day trip. Yeah. That'd be but, awesome. Yeah. That's, it's a, it's a pretty good drive from Bozeman. I think it's probably 14 hours. Yeah, or something, something like yeah. that. It's doable. But right. Yeah. I mean, I drove from Minneapolis to Billings in one night last month, so that was not fun. But. <laughs> no, I've, I've done yeah. that drive. That's, <laughs> Yeah. We I've uh, done that Minneapolis to Bozeman or Minneapolis to Billings, yeah, m- dozens of times right. when I was moving back and forth and just visiting on the weekends and yeah, yeah. It, it can be brutal, mm-hmm. for sure. Well, cool. Um, again, thanks for joining me. Let's. Yeah. Uh, you want to pull up a song, maybe? Sure. All right, I'm throwing a wild card at you right All right here. I so. love it. Here we go.
That beginning was rad. Yeah, check this out right here. This is really cool. Yeah, this is like the grossest pop record. I just something about it. It's really It's so fuzzed it's out. Dark, but it's charming. Yeah. You never heard this before? I don't think I know this. Okay. I mean it reminds me of a lot of like, you know, shoegaze stuff. Right, yeah. So nasty sounding. Yeah. Unfortunately, this is the only record that sounds like this. The other ones are much more. Oh really? Pretty. Is this a current band? They're still going right now. Yeah, I haven't been very. I haven't kept a close eye on them at all. So okay. I don't actually, know what their newest stuff is at all. This came out huh. maybe I want to say 2016. 2015. Okay. Yeah, I have no clue what this is. It's a it's a male female duo. Their voices are so similar though, like that they pair just oh, really well okay. together. Yeah. The guitar tone is just over the top. Yeah, I really really like it. Like when I first heard this, like she was on. Uh, like, okay, what was, what's the, uh, man, I'm not a Bozemanite anymore. What's the local radio station there? KGLT? The KGLT, right, yeah, yeah. yeah. I heard this on KGLT late at night. I'm like, what What in the hell is this? This yeah. is outrageous. But then I, look, I shazammed it on my phone. I'm like, oh, okay, really? This is interesting. Yeah, <laughs> well, look, I had that. It's like, yeah, I would have been searching for a long time, but yeah. Really cool record. It's, I mean, they, their voices are really pretty, but there's some really heavy, very dark, yeah. lyrical themes and. The music all around this album this is a really, really great record from start to finish, I think. Yeah. It reminds me of... I was about to say Slow Dive. This doesn't remind me of Slow Dive now That's at all. Right, but, yeah. but the previous part reminds me of Slow Dive. Right. Um, yeah. yeah, I really dig this. Yeah. This is uh, this is the Ravenettes. Wow, I've never heard of it. Yeah, okay. So it's just like a total random find on KGLT. and Yeah. Wow. That rarely happens for me. Right. Yeah. Same. Yeah. It's like usually I'm like okay, like whatever background music, but it's pretty, pretty rare for me to just dis to discover something like that. Oh, absolutely. Like from a radio yeah. station. Wait, you, I usually don't even have the radio on because I know that I'm not going to really. Be exactly. Yeah. yeah. I, I rarely listen to the radio. Yeah. Well, that's really cool. So, Do you know where they're yeah. from? Oh man, I want to say, uh, like it's Denmark. Does that sound about right? I oh, think. okay. They're somewhere in in. Uh, Western Europe, I think so. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I never would have guessed that. Yeah. I I just it sounds American to me. Sure. Yeah. But I can see that kind of like Danish, almost like Mew, you right. know, yeah. type oh, of thing. Such a great band. Is right. Yeah. I just discovered them fairly recently. Yeah. I was listening to a previous episode where you're talking about it. I'm like, yeah. Yeah. All right, cool. I, yeah. I love Mew. Yeah. But it, at first, it was kind of one of those things where I listened. I'm like, 
this is cool, but not really my thing. Right. And then like a certain song hits, and I'm like, oh shit, this is, yeah, this is brilliant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For me, some of their songs aren't quite as good. Yeah, and I agree. Yeah. Other songs are just transcendent. Mm-hmm. Like they're so good. Right. Yeah. Remember, did you play Zookeeper's Zoo Boy? Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. such an awesome song. On Jesse's episode, I think. Yep. yep. So speaking of Minneapolis, okay, yeah. When I lived in Minneapolis, uh, early to mid '90s, this band played all the time in Minneapolis, and my friend, okay. one time was like, "Hey, come to the Uptown and check out this band," and I was like, "Okay, whatever, I have nothing else to do." Sure. And didn't expect anything, and they quickly became one of my favorite local bands. Um, they're not metal or anything like that, sure. but they just, they have like an accordion and they're multi-instru- multi-instrumentalists and they would play all over Minneapolis. And the singer was from New York. I think and, I might know who this is. Really? Yeah. We'll see. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I'm curious. <laughs> yeah. I, but, uh, then w- once I moved away, I lost track of them and I've, sure. I haven't heard of them since. Uh, but just the other day, uh, my wife was like, Oh, do you remember this band? I'm like, Oh shit. Yeah. So yeah. I started listening to him again. Cool. So. If you know this, I'm going to be really, really happy. Yeah? I'm curious. I need to hear their... Well, maybe not, actually. No? The band I'm thinking of, okay. a few of their songs. This isn't dark, 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 is it? No, no. Okay, that's what I was thinking. That's what you're thinking of. Okay, yeah. this is actually not the song I wanted to play. So. Oh, is that right? Okay, let's let's try this one. Jumping ship. Yep. up just following them around Minneapolis and we saw them yeah. every time they would play because they were just so energetic and weird and sure play like xylophones and shit and was this in the 90s sometimes when you were seeing them yeah yeah it was like 94 95 okay. 96 something yeah. like that I really don't know who this is. This is yeah, I don't know I if, if they're even around anymore. Yeah. I don't think so. I don't know. They're called uh, Tulip Sweet and Her Trail of Tears. Okay, I've never heard of that before. Yeah. Cool. They were super fun in Minneapolis yeah. for quite some time. And then, like I said, I moved away and never heard of them again. Yeah. But uh, he has this really charismatic, like, front woman and 
the band would like the guitarist would start would pick up the bass and then he'd like go to the drums and start playing the drums and okay. they like, yeah. they play musical instruments yeah. <laughs> and uh, it was amazing it was such a cool show and she dressed in these ridiculous clothes and oh, really? yeah, yeah like really really like played it up she has kind of like a little bit of like an Amanda Palmer kind yes uh huh yeah I kind of assume that uh, this woman was influenced by Amanda Palmer sure but I saw Amanda Palmer a few years ago, well, like 10 years ago, and yeah. it was fantastic. That's cool, I bet. Was it just her and piano, or was it... No, actually, do you know the band Astronosphere? I don't think so. I are the band, the Dresden Dolls, that's how I got into her. But, yeah, um, I wasn't very familiar with Amanda, like, I knew who she was, yeah. but the show I saw, uh, Astronosphere, were her backup band, oh, okay. and so she had a full band behind her, and Astronosphere cool. is members of Secret Chiefs 3... They were on the end for a long time. Okay. Um, the drummer was the drummer on for Sculptured for a record. No kidding. Okay. Yeah. So they were just like insane, insane musicians. And uh, it was a hell of a show. I follow her on Facebook and Instagram, yeah. and she has a lot of good things to say a lot of the time, I think. That's cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. dissolves into some keyboard madness here. The production on this is so weirdly separated. It, yeah, it's it, really, it sounds like they're playing in different rooms. Right. You know? Kind of sterile, but it, it works. It, it, yeah, it has a certain charm to it. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> it's all about the mod wheel. All right, yeah, so that's Tulip Sweet. Tulip Sweet. Yeah, I'm curious. I'm going to deep and dig into that a little bit. Yeah, it's mostly YouTube at this point. Mm-hmm. All right, lay one on me. All right. I don't think this matches anything we've done so far stylistically. That's but, great. Uh, Oddity-wise, I think it's right up there. Dig the swing. That's really cool. Totally, yeah. I'm digging this so far. Yeah, this is an interesting group.
vocals here. The vocals are such a make it or break it for me. I'm always hesitant. I'm curious what you think. I think it's coming up here. I like the music a lot, though. It's not what I expected at all. Whoa. It's so understated. <laughs> yeah, right? It's definitely not mixed very well. No! Yeah. <laughs> It has a certain, like, early 90s, like, Norwegian charm where Definitely. this, yeah. too, kind of sounds like everything's recorded, like, like they're in different apartments or something. Separated. Yeah. yeah. yeah especially with the headphones on. Yeah. 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 This is from 1997. Okay. Pretty sure Swedish. Could be wrong. It... Oh, it doesn't sound familiar to me at all. Okay. Yeah. 97, and that would have been my jam. I would have right. been this into is, a lot of stuff. This might have been a really easy one to miss because their entire discography is just this one demo. It's two songs. That's it. One demo, two songs. Yeah. Okay, yeah, easy to miss. Yep. <laughs> and you say Sweden, you think? I think so. Okay. Sweden or Norway. Yeah, I don't know what this is, but I, I do like this. Yeah, I think it's cool. I mean, it's kind of... It's a little bit problematic here and there. It's like... I try not to let productions bug me so much. Yeah, totally. Um, but, like... Aside from the vocals, it reminds me a lot of Dismal Euphony. Okay. I don't from know Norway. I they were, I like, know them. early 90s. Okay. Um, but a lot of time they had that kind of, like gallopy thing going on sure. and yeah 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 when i first heard this it kind of reminded me a little bit of like it gave me some like berg todd vibes yeah yeah for sure yeah. i dig this though it's yeah. it's odd it's very different yeah there's no harsh vocals at all so huh. yeah what is it they're called bach de Sufiel. yeah uh, four <laughs> words yeah okay <laughs> yeah. oh i should have known right of course yeah that's awesome. So, so, did you end up getting the demo, or is this just purely no, so actually, online? This is—it's funny because uh, Ben Smasher. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Over, I stayed with him in Iowa City. We did a little video together, and uh, we were just listening to stuff down in his, his CD dungeon. Oh, like, that's cool. Here's an odd one. I'm like, whoa, I like this a lot. Yeah, okay, it's cool. really cool. So, so you just discovered it recently? Recently, yeah, just that's a couple awesome. weeks ago, actually. So that's great. Yeah, I dig that. Uh, I really like that style i mean i think a lot of that's probably just based on nostalgia for me but you know like sure. early to mid 90s is the heyday of metal for me that's you totally know, yeah. 93 i was 18 and just no kidding eating wow. that shit up yeah. you know and when yeah. stuff like that came out it was just mind-blowing sure so i can't even imagine like i mean i was only what two years old at that time in 93 so. yeah yeah <laughs> yeah so i mean 
93 was like the year, especially for death cool. metal. Yeah. And, I mean, uh, Cynics Focus came out in 93. Everything came out yeah. in 93. Yeah. Holy cow. yeah. So it was, it was a great time to be that age too. And just yeah. like absorb that. And 93 is when I moved from Bozeman to Minneapolis and I would go to the Mirage and see the death metal shows like oh, no on a wow. weekly basis. So cool. saw tons of bands yeah. right after their prime, <laughs> but it was still cool. Yeah. Uh, like, Entombed on Wolverine Blues and oh no kidding wow. Carcass on Heartwork yeah. and um, Cathedral on Ethereal Mirror and you know a lot of really cool stuff yeah. but uh, wow yeah that that whole sound is very very nostalgic for me and warms my heart for, for sure, sure. Yeah. yeah that's great stuff cool. cool I'm I'm glad you played me that that was awesome yeah like the other song is just as good but different I guess a little bit yeah, yeah. that's cool all right so I'm gonna do something a little different here. Cool. So I have started taking listener suggestions. So I'm going to try oh, one no of kidding. those. Yeah. Cool. Uh, makes my job a little bit easier. Sure. And it also just kind of throws a wrench into it and makes things a little bit more interesting. So I got this email from some guy named Jason Harris. Cool name. Yeah, that's a good name. Yeah. yeah. I know someone named Jason. I know. Yeah. Only one person named Jason. Oh, really? I think, I think two people. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I don't think I know any other Jasons but myself. Really? Hmm. Anyway, cool. Jason Harris says, <laughs> uh, Hey, Jason, longtime Agaloc fan and Karata devotee. I posted on the Karata Facebook page quite a bit quite a bit while the album was in the works. I also met you briefly in Ann Arbor years ago when Agaloc did a show at the Blind Pig. Hands down, the worst Agaloc show ever. Oh, no. Yes. Uh... I enjoy the podcast, so I thought I would offer a few suggestions. He gives me two. I'm just going to play one. Cool. I've never heard of either of these. Really? All right, Jason. Lay it on us. See, see what's going on here. I like the name of this band. expected at all no I was waiting for some just big hit yeah me too hmm I'm digging this so far this is cool kind of gazy yeah that was cool yeah wow ping pong digging the bass for sure seems really far back in my mix at least yeah
they singing in English? I can't tell. I see, yeah. They don't sound like an American band to me. They aren't. I can tell from this band camp page. Okay. Huh. I kind of love this. This is really cool. Is that it? No. Oh, okay. Oh, I dig this. Really springy bass tone. That's yeah. Cool. Wow. I'm yeah, really neat production choices for sure. Yeah, that's what interests me the most, I think, is yeah. the the ping-ponging and the, the bass tone. and yeah, It's really controlled, though. A lot of that kind of stuff can get out of hand really fast. Yeah, that's, yeah. There's a lot of like the more like metalcore bands with oh. synths and stuff. That just yeah. deters me immediately. Yeah, just... yeah it, it detracts so much. Yeah. Or it can, anyway. Right, yeah. It's subtle enough in this track. It's cool. This is really cool. Any guesses? Oh, man. No, not at all, really. Yeah. They're called The Dead Mantra. The Dead Mantra. Okay. And they're from France. No kidding. Okay. Yeah, this is really cool. Good job, Jason Harris. Thank yeah, you. thanks, Jason. I dig. I'm going to look these guys up. I was mastered by my buddy James Plotkin. Oh, is that right? That's cool. That was really cool. I enjoyed that. Weird. The dead mantra. Yeah, well done. Yeah. Nice. Okay. I know what I'm going to play. I'm just not sure how to find it. <laughs> sure. And I should think about what I'm going to play next. I have no idea. Here we go. Yeah, this is one of my favorite records last year. Was it really? Okay. Just the way it's starting off, I really have no idea what even what genre this even is. It's really exciting. It gets weird. <laughs> cool. 
it may be possible for you to recognize the vocalist. He's done some pretty high-profile stuff. I'm getting a lot of different things from this place. Hmm. I can guarantee you that you've listened to him at some point. Yeah. Well, maybe not guarantee, but it'd be surprising if you hadn't heard him at some point. entire record is so strange and diverse and like hesitantly melodic at times and then just like overtly noisy and it's fantastic like this song the entire time it sounds like they're about to play you know it's like right, it sounds like they're tuning and stuff <laughs> it's just it's almost like an orchestra like tuning up mm -hmm. sound like this on other projects the vocalist kinda but he's one of those guys too that he he does a lot of different stuff right It's definitely kind of out of left field. Sure. It's not like a vocalist you think about every day. Right. At least I don't. Any ideas? Oh, man. I mean, it's, I kind of got some like Mr. Bungle vibes a little bit almost. Yep. Like, definitely. Like with um, this, the symbol work, like mixed right. with the layers and stuff, kind of reminds me of Bungle. And just the way his voice was kind of just up and down, just all like really animated and mm -hmm. strange. And I got like kind of like Mr. Doctor vibes from. Yep. Yep. A lot of misters here. Doll. Yeah. Uh -huh. Well, no, yeah. unfortunately, it's neither one of those. No, right. I didn't think so. But. Uh, it's a band called Gnaw. Gnaw. Okay. They're a New York City band uh, created by Alan Dubin of Conate and Old. Okay. Yeah, I, I heard Old from. For medical research. Actually. Oh yeah, radical so, research yeah. again. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> good job, guys. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Alan, who looks like Dio and sings like a demon, right? Yeah. Um, and then Dana Schechter is also in it. From she's been in everything from uh, Insect Dark to I can't even think of all the stuff she's been in. Yeah, um, she's been in so many things. What's the name? Uh, Bee and Flower, um, so Angels Flower of Bean? Light. No one knows. Sorry. Oh, Bee and Flower. Yeah. Yeah, Bee and Flower, Angels of Light. Okay. Um, 
yeah, worked with uh, giraffe and swans, a lot of crazy stuff. Cool. Uh, but yeah, it's a fantastic record. And the record is called, I'm going to see if I can remember what it's called or look it up, uh, Cutting Pieces. And it's, it's great. It's actually okay. a, t- a 2017 record from Translation Loss. It's okay. awesome. Gotcha. And it's just, it's disturbing and haunting and uh, it'll make your stomach upset. Yeah. And that's I'm, awesome. I'm really keen to hear more actually. Yeah. It's really, really cool. All right. Did you figure out something else? Uh, I'm still pondering. I'm trying to think here. There's a lot I could play. I'm just not sure what you're going to like. Actually, <laughs> It's <laughs> not about making, <laughs> it's not about what I like. Okay, here we go. All right, cool. special to me for, for certain reasons I, I, I can get into later but yeah. okay recent band yeah. um, so I mean, this came out in January uh, last year 2018 okay and this year they I think at least I think it was this year they started becoming a, a live project oh wow uh, okay so, yeah. So they made the record and then started playing live after that? Yeah, it was just, so basically the, the record is just uh, two dudes. Okay. Um, and then they found a drummer. And, uh, right, okay. Because yeah. I can just say it now. So like basically these are my buddies Okay. Uh, in Minneapolis. Okay. Uh, d- don't um, tell me yet then. Right. Yeah, I have no idea. Part's really cool. I like this beat. Yeah, the kick drum kind of makes that part for me. Yeah, totally.
This is cool. Yeah, they're not bad. So like, they're really up and coming. I think they're working on new stuff right now. Um, this is Sphere. How do you? T-V-A-E-R. Okay. Yeah, it's my buddies Marcus and Adam. Um, oh, yeah, I don't. I'm, I don't think I've ever heard of it. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Actually, a uh, really fun thing is that when I started my tour, they came with me to Madison and Chicago. Okay. But their bass player couldn't come because of certain reasons, so I just played bass for them. So I played oh, two nice. sets both those shows. Oh, wow. It was really fun. That's so awesome. I to play these songs with them. That's really cool. They're all around awesome people. So, so what's the band name again? They're called Sphere. Okay. And how do you spell it? Uh, T-V-A-E-R. It's like... Okay. I can't remember what... Sphere. Uh, yeah. What dialect it is, but it means like sullen in a different okay. language. So, yeah. yeah. So this is it a drum machine? This is a, okay. yeah. The, our, our friend Eric plays drums live. That okay. He's really good. So, awesome. Yeah. It's a total, total pleasure to be able to play with them. Yeah, and that's awesome. And stuff too, so yeah. Um, Where'd you play in Madison? We played at the Wisco. It's a tiny oh, little place. Oh, I've heard of that. Yeah, there's yeah. no stage, but... I don't know. <laughs> yeah. We packed it in. We did pretty well. That's so, great. Yeah. Then we were at uh, Reggie's in Chicago. Oh, uh, yeah. I love really Reggie's. Yeah, yeah. Super cool place. They were really good to us there. So. Yeah. I played Reggie's many, many times. Yeah. Yeah, this is really cool. I dig this. For sure. Kind of rides the coattails of you know some like early black metal, but it has its own sure. flavor too. Yeah, yeah. Their, yeah. their songwriting is pretty, pretty cool. Yeah, something I admire about these guys is that they just. Uh, do a small handful of copies for their yeah. and stuff, and then you're like, "Yeah, that's it." Oh, that's <laughs> like, cool. I have one of I have like one of the first cassettes they ever made. Right. There's like I think six or seven of them is all. That's great. Yeah, I, I dig that too. That's really great. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> but, so they only have the one release right now. They have this. Uh, it's a three-song EP, mm-hmm. and then they have a uh, a demo, and then they have this uh, live recording. When there was the Blood Moon last year, last okay, fall. yeah, yeah, I remember yeah, that. They did a recording at their studio, I think that night. So okay, that was, so it's pretty Very cool. cool. Too. Yeah. I like it. It's interesting programming for a drum machine. Like yeah, it's, for sure. It's not. It's not readily apparent that it's a drum machine. Like, right. sometimes you I can like be like, ugh. Like, exactly. Like, you can kind of tell, but, like, the symbols aren't dead giveaway. You know, mm-hmm. sometimes the symbols you can just really tell from the decay. And, right, yeah. Like, it sounds good. It's really good, yeah. I don't actually know what software they used or anything. Yeah. It's kind of a thrash metal. That's cool. Right I dig their guitar tone too. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, 
this this band kind of like gives me hope for the Minneapolis scene. There's a lot of good yeah. stuff going on. There all sure time, is. Like, yeah. They're trying to like bring people to get like good bands together to have like a really solid show. Yeah. As yeah. often as we can. So we did this show May 11th at the the Nomad World Pub. Uh huh. Yeah, I've been there. The place. Yeah. And uh, it's a recent development, uh, booking metal shows there. But we uh, we did a show May 11th, and we had an insane turnout. Like for a oh, local really? show, each band made like almost 300 bucks just from the door. It was nice. really really cool. That's so, great. Yeah, we had it was spare my buddy Jake's band, Circadian Ritual. Yeah, it was uh, I know burning. Jake. If you know Burning, yeah, Miss Tanner's band. Yep, right. Yep. And then uh, who else was there? It was uh, Sunless. Yeah, okay, type, I've heard of them. Band. Yeah, yeah. They're really good. So that was a really fun night. Yeah, and my friends played too. Yeah, that's that's awesome. Um, When I lived in Minneapolis, there wasn't very much good music going on. I mean, there's a lot of hardcore and a lot of punk, which I loved, but the metal scene was not very interesting. Mm -hmm. Uh, Early to mid to late '90s, you know, it was there's a couple good death metal bands. Sure. Um, Nothing too noteworthy though, and then so it's, it's funny like. You know, then years after I leave Minneapolis, I become friends with Tanner, right. and then I become friends with Austin, mm-hmm. and then, and now and now I know more people in Minneapolis than I ever did when I lived there. Which That's is crazy. Yeah, yeah. It's, right. it's hilarious. Uh, so yeah, and there's there's so much good music there. Um, it's always been a really strong town for like hardcore and punk, but um, totally yeah. Yeah, when I lived there, it was like nobody was doing metal. Uh, like I said, there's maybe two or three death metal bands, but they're really generic, really cookie cutter. Right. And um, just nothing too interesting. But yeah, now years later, it's like, there's so much cool stuff going on. Yeah, there's a lot happening. Yeah. People just need to kind of support each other and like bring it in. And... That's that's the hard part. It's, yeah. it's hard anywhere. It's hard, you yeah. know. Um, there's, there's always drama and there's always ego and weird right. shit like that. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that's cool. I didn't know about that show. Um, I went to Nomads. It's probably over twenty years ago. Oh no, kidding! Now. Really? Yeah, yeah. A long time ago it was the last time I was there. Is when I was living there. I think I think it was Nomads, isn't it? Like in Uptown. <coughs> it's on. It's like Cedar Riverside. It's like right across from the Cedar Cultural Center. And uh, yeah, it's, yeah, okay. It's really close to where the Triple Rock used to be. Yeah. Right. Uh, yes. Now. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Definitely. By. Mm-hmm. Um, that coffee shop I can't think of. There's Hard Times Cafe. Hard Times. Really. Yep. yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I used to work just a few few blocks from Hard Times, so I spent a oh, lot really? of time in that in that little area. Cool. But I'd never been to the Triple Rock until Agalock played there. Oh no, forty years ago wow. or whatever yeah. that was. Yeah, that was the first time ever being there, which is kind of strange. Yeah. Right. I'm really but, sad that place closed. I, the only show I was able to actually go and see there, the only one I had time for, was mm-hmm. actually my friend's band uh, from Montana. <laughs> oh really? Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Ranges their post rock band. It was really cool, but like, man, as soon yeah. as I got there, a couple months later, you know, that place closed down. So. Yeah, I mean, it was just funny. I lived. I mean, I lived in Minneapolis for probably a total of eight years, yeah. and just for whatever reason. There was just never any reason for me to go sure. to, to Triple Rock. When yeah. I was there, a lot of metal shows came through, like tons of metal shows, but they're always at the Mirage, and the Mirage has been gone forever. Now. Right, yeah. Um, but that was that was a killer place to, to see shows. And then sometime, sometimes at the Uptown, the Fine Line was really cool, but that right. was more like high-end exactly. stuff. Yeah, bigger stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then a couple small bars, but a lot of time I lived in Minneapolis, I wasn't. You know, I was underage, so I couldn't get into a lot of those shows right, anyway. Yeah, that's true. So, 
I had to sneak into a couple shows at the Mirage back in the day. Voivod, I think I had to sneak into. Oh, did you? That yeah. was really cool. Cool. On the Outer Limits tour. Yeah, wow. With Damn the Machine. It was a really strange bill, oh. but it was still cool. Yeah. So, yeah, it's just funny. Now it's like I've got all these friends in Minneapolis and I never see them. Right, yeah. <laughs> and way more than I did when I lived there. That's, it's, that's what a deal. Yeah. I know, like Tanner, he's one of my favorite people in this world. Oh, yeah, he's and phenomenal, yeah. I just never get to see him. Mm-hmm. It's so funny. But we have done the cross-reference. Like, he was at a record. He was working at, um, the fuck is the name of that record Extreme store? Noise? Nope. No. Uh, in Minneapolis? Yeah. Pulling the stuff out of my brain from so long ago is hard. Oh, uh, Don Decker's record store. So Electric Fetus, was it? Nope. No. Uh Nightfall. Nightfall, okay. He was working at Nightfall, and I came in there once, apparently. Like, I didn't I didn't know who he was. Sure. You know, he was a teenager. Um, but he remembers, like, it was, like, right after Pale Folklore came out. And I was, oh, li- yeah. I was living in Minneapolis when Pale Folklore came out, and he recognized me. And so, like, he, we became friends, obviously, years mm-hmm. later. And then uh, one time he told me, like, yeah, one time I was at the record store, and you walked in, and, like, you were looking through this, the, the records. So he's like, we have met once, but it was, like, you know, 10 years ago. Right. Yeah. That's so nuts. <laughs> yeah. Crazy. It's funny. Yeah. It's funny. Well, cool. I have something weird to play. Cool. Hi, Elbel. Hi. <laughs> What's going on? Are you going to have dinner with us? Um, n- n- I'll be done in like probably half hour. Okay. I think we're going to have dinner. Yeah. Go for it. Okay. okay. Oh, do you know where mama is? I don't. She's probably in her room working. It's okay. It's okay. I need to get one of those, like, now recording signs. Right, a little illuminated signs. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so this is kind of weird. Um, I've never listened to this song before. Okay. I'm playing it because, for some reason, on Metal Archives, I am credited for playing lead guitars on this song. Yes, I, I know this band, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know the band. I've just never listened to this. And okay. today it made me think, like, I should listen to this and see yeah. what the deal is. <laughs> uh, a few people that actually know me fairly well actually believed that this was true, which oh, I find right? ridiculous. Because, yeah. I, I mean, I can't play guitar at all. Like, yeah. I can't even, like... I can play like Blitzkrieg Bop maybe in a Ramones song right. here and there, but I cannot play guitar at all. So and I'm assuming this is a decent guitar solo on here. So right. um, yeah, I want to play this. Just check it out and see this guitar solo that I did that I don't remember. Totally, yeah. Oh, this song. Oh, okay. Wow. Yeah. This is that's that's quite the credit, Jason. Is yeah. that good? Okay. Totally. Grand Morbid Funeral, right? Yeah, this is uh, My Torturer by Bloodbath off of Grand Morbid Funeral. I guess somebody somebody told me they looked it up in the liner notes. Oh, yeah. And the credit for the guitar solo on this song, it just says nothing. And since I used to have a band called Nothing, okay. right, it's got mixed up somehow that I did the lead Wait, work. It was or said nothing. It said nothing, like really? the actual word nothing. Okay, interesting. Like guitar leads by nothing, and so then people attributed that to me. Interesting. 
Okay. I figured it'd be taken off of Metal Archives by now, but it hasn't. Right. Did you, did you, like, report the error or anything? On no. There? Yeah. Because it's hilarious. Right. Yeah, it's funny. I'm still on the fence about his vocals with Bloodbath. This is Nick Holmes, right? right. Yeah. yeah. I love Nick Holmes, but, like, it's an interesting application for him. Like, Yeah. I think that after like Michael Ackerfeld and Peter Tuckerin being in this uh, band, I'm just like, wow, well, I don't know. He's, yeah, it's hard. He's, he's really up against a lot. <laughs> Those Big guys shoes are masters. to feel. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I don't remember playing this at all. Really? Oh. I must have just been... Oh, yeah. There you are. Interesting choice using the neck pickup, too. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I like it. I know yeah, what I'm doing. people do that anymore. Yeah, good job, Jason. Yeah, solid. Yeah. Nice solo. <laughs> I have a pretty good bloodbath story, actually. Uh, yeah. I think it was at it was at Summer Breeze a few years ago. Agalock was playing, and we were. It was a really surreal night. Uh, we basically had to sit in this field for like all day long, waiting to go on, yeah. and we were playing right before death. And on the opposite stage, like 300 yards away, Amorphous was playing Tales from a Thousand Lakes in oh, its entirety. Wow. And we got off the stage, got hauled away as death was setting up. We hung out with Gene and like all those guys. Did you, and, yeah, no kidding. And cool. uh, yeah, it was. They were really, really good guys. Really nice. That's what I heard. And so we we played our like thirty minute set or whatever in in front of the most people we've ever played to ever. It was like really? fifteen thousand people we wow. played to. Yeah. And then Death got on. They launched him to pull the plug. Mm -hmm. Like everything was very surreal. They were on this like they have like this bus to take us back to our place. Right. And we go by Amorphous playing Tales from a Thousand Lakes and we're all like, oh my God, this is like so crazy. Yeah. We have to get back to our bus. We get back to our bus and then we, we proceed to see Bloodbath going into the, they have like these portable showers. Oh yeah. And it was like all the guys from Bloodbath going into the showers just covered in blood and they're just ruining <laughs> these showers. And all the other bands are like, dude, like there's fake blood everywhere. Like I'm just trying to get it off. I just don't want this on me and now your fake blood is everywhere. Yeah. And they were just like in the showers like forever trying to get that shit off and then everybody else would walk in there and be like there's shit all over the floor. Oh, no. and so like everybody had fake blood all over their feet because yeah. other bands were going in there and showering too and it was pretty funny. I missed him. It would have been cool to see. Right. Um, yeah. But yeah. Yeah. So that's my handiwork as a guitarist. My yeah. one and only. Right. Yeah. I mean, 
That's pretty good. So, yeah, solid. I mean, one, one and done. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> if I'm going to play guitar, I'm going to do it once for Bloodbath. All right. I think we have time for uh, one more each. You up for okay. that? Yeah. Let me see here. Make it count here. Um, Make it count. Play the best song you've ever heard in your life. Wow. That I've never heard of, too. This is from arguably, like, my favorite record of the last couple of years. Okay. So it's definitely not what you'd expect. All right, here we go. Here's to me. It's not even a long song. Here we go. <laughs> yeah. I have no idea what it is. going on i mean it's deaf they're definitely a pop band but like i don't know i almost call it like aggressive pop they're just it, i don't know it's very bjorky to me for sure and i worship bjork oh totally she's one of my yeah, absolute favorites remarkable. i think her voice is just perfect she has such control yeah. even though it's so breathy and like yeah i had the chance i saw them at 7th street entry right oh, when wow. i first moved to minneapolis and it was Maybe one of the best things I've ever seen in my entire really? life. They were just incredible. They actually had a live drummer along with the electronics as well. Oh, it was, wow. It was really cool. I have no idea what this is. Oh, really? I like it a lot, though. I can't tell, my, like, I can't tell you how many like hundreds of times I've listened to this album. It's a yeah. like, really, really important one. Like currently in my life so, so it's a couple years old uh 2017 okay yeah yeah they're uh from florida mm. just okay. strange yeah it's not what i would have expected no, yeah. at all uh, they're a group called 100 waters never heard of them spelled out h-u-n-d yeah okay 100 waters wow really really cool band is this their only record? They have one before this, and I think they have an EP before that as okay. well. But this one, I mean, I feel like the record previous to this one, um, it's called like, The Moon Rang Like a Bell. It, mm -hmm. it kind of gets there. It takes you places, but like I think this one, like they just totally found their sound right. and just took off with it, and it's brilliant. But I like this a lot. Oh, yeah? No yeah. kidding. No, stuff like this is way up my alley. For sure. I don't know a lot about it or right. I don't know a how lot to of find, different artists. Right. It's hard like to find this. more things like this because I don't know what to search for, but yeah. I'm pretty picky about stuff like this. Yeah, um, right. Like, like I said, Bjork is really important to me, but I love mm -hmm. stuff like Fever Ray and The Knife. and The Knife is great. Yeah, oh, yeah so good. Mm -hmm. um, 
and this type of stuff kind of reminds me of that. Right. Um, yeah, so I, I really dig stuff like this a lot. Cool. that it edges on being dancey but it's still not yeah, really no they don't let you yeah you, m- you might get into it for a second and right. then it's like yeah washed out mm-hmm. yeah it's like even though it's a lot of it is really upbeat it's like still one of the most depressing records <laughs> yeah it's, it's, uh-huh i love lyrics that are really yeah. vulnerable and like totally like, really weird like weirdly relatable to like what was going on in my life when it came out it's nice like, it's really cool yeah Her voice is great. Yeah, super. That's cool. really cool. Yeah, that's awesome. I I really dig that. Thank you for sharing that. Oh, of course. Yeah. Hope you listen to the whole record. I'll check it out. All right, my last one, short and sweet. Here we go. Boy. My last song. Oh, you son of a bitch. favorite artists of all time. Me too. Obviously, I played this because I know that you love him as well. Yeah. Um, Massive, massive fan. Yeah, yeah, he's, in my opinion, one of the greatest songwriters in the last few decades. You know, he's just... I would not argue with that, you know. And there's something about this song in particular. Mm -hmm. The subject matter, the way it's delivered, the really delicate piano in the background, it's... It gives me chills. Yeah. It's perfect. It's kind of ballsy as fuck too. Yeah. Like just talking about John Wayne Gacy Jr. Like, and singing it like this. Right. You know, it's so yeah. brilliant. His voice is so great. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. You know, uh, so vulnerable. I have to admit that when Carrie and Lowell came out, yeah. I was unimpressed. Really. And it took me a few listens, and now I love it. Yeah. Crazy. Immediately, like I'm, I just knew that it was the Sufjan record I've always wanted really like, yeah, yeah it's definitely my favorite by far but it's hard for me to pick a favorite sure but uh, I I discovered him through the Danielson family do you know you, do you know that whole connection about the Danielson family I talked about it on a recent podcast I'm not sure if I do actually yeah. Danielson family is this uh, they're a band they're literally a family in New Jersey. Okay. And yeah. it's Daniel Smith and like his wife and his sister and his brother and his other sister. And they make some of the most bizarre, proggy, pop, crazy, over the top Christian crap that you'll ever hear. Sure. Okay. But it's insanely good. But really? it's really hard to swallow. Yeah. It's so weird. Yeah. Um, I won't talk about it too much because like two podcasts ago, I went okay. through this whole spiel yeah. I'll just go back and listen yeah um, it's on the the one with uh, Ron from KO dot cool okay yeah. and he knew about Sufjan he didn't know about Danielson and so right. I w- I played Danielson and talked about it a little bit cool um, but that's how I got introduced to Sufjan because he was a member of Danielson family right and when I was living in Minneapolis I became a huge fan of Danielson family and then when Sufjan went off to do his own stuff I was like oh, I'm gonna see what what's up with this guy sure. and now yeah. of course Sufjan's like way more successful than Danielson but Danielson again is very challenging like 
start and stop on a dime. Really curious. He sings yeah. really high pitched. Yeah. Um, cool. It, they're one of my favorite bands for sure. They're just so challenging. No kidding. Okay. Um, but like over the top Christian. Yeah. Like songs are about not swearing. Um, oh really? Wow. Yeah. I mean, it's it's really interesting stuff. Yeah, Sufjan, what a guy. Yeah. 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 Um, if you get the chance, watch the Danielson documentary. It's called A Joyful Noise, and there's a lot of Sufjan in there. Okay, and, cool. Um, I feel like I've seen that somewhere. Like, I just like saw it online somewhere. Yeah, there's a lot of Sufjan in there, and it talks about the history and how they got together okay. and all that. Cool. Um, and just because I'm going to play not a song, I'm just going to play a snippet of Danielson Family so you cool. can hear what they sound like. They are wholly unique. Oh shit. Of course Spotify has none. They're not on there. Yeah. Not on there at all. Okay, this this is one of my favorite Danielson songs. It's not that weird, but you get the gist. This is literally, they're all family, like extended family. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Sonically, it almost comes across as like sarcastic. Yeah. But, yeah. And like I said, this is one of their more straightforward songs. Really? Okay. A lot of them are. There's already some real odd things in it. Yeah. Yeah. I just there's something about it though. It's it's so different and interesting and yeah. and fascinating. This is an older one. This will show you some of his vocals, how he normally sings.
is no no is no no Right? It's weird. Yeah, it's so I, like, weird. I like it, but it's also kind of painful. <laughs> yeah. Crazy. Yeah, so this is the stuff that, like, that's how I got into Sufjan, is from this band. No kidding, okay. Is that him playing the banjo? Or is that... I don't know. Okay. I'd have, to, I'd have to do like some it. research. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You get the idea. All <laughs> oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's a no-no by the Danielson family. Mm-hmm. It's pretty great. Uh, so usually end of the show, if you want to play something of your own. Yeah. I've actually, I think it'd be a great opportunity to play a track for the new highlight record. Perfect. Let's do it. All right. So I think I'll choose this one. This is uh, the track called Pine. This is from my brand new record called... Um, as if sunlight would warm, as if sunlight could warm the deceased by High Life. It's brand new. It's just me, just another one man project. Um, yeah, here we go. I won't say much else about it. Cool, here we go.
That was awesome. Thank you. That was really, really great. I, I dug that. that. Yeah. The production really lends itself to the material. I really like that. Yeah. It's a different, much different approach than anything I've ever done before. Yeah, so, yeah. But that's great. Be able yeah. to like try something new and right. the vocals are fantastic. Yeah, it was. A, I definitely ruined my voice for a couple of days. Yeah, so. I bet. Yeah. <laughs> it was way harsher than I expected mm-hmm. it to be. Yeah, but it, it fits everything so perfectly. That's great. Mm-hmm. I'm really stoked about that. That's Thank awesome. you. Yeah. Do you, what are the plans for that? Do you have more plans? Well, um, the the original plan was to release it before I went on tour, but mm-hmm. uh, that didn't happen because I wound up being so busy. But um, so it's released on uh, all streaming platforms like uh, Spotify, Apple Music, and stuff. It's on Bandcamp. Great. I think once I finally get settled in back at home, I'll consider what kind of savings I have. I might do like a, a small run of a physical release of some sort, yeah. I guess, cassette or a CD or something. Okay. But, Awesome. Really, just kind of was an experiment. Just mm-hmm. also like a uh, an expression of art that I felt like was necessary at this point in my life. Yeah, so, yeah. Awesome. Yeah. So That's yeah. I really dug that. That's really cool. Happy to have it out there. It was a very like a, kind of a vulnerable like album for me. So I was nervous to release sure. it, but it's yeah. been really well received. So yeah, it's all good things all around. So, yeah, yeah, it's awesome. Well, Joy, thanks again for joining me. Yeah, thank you, Jason. It's been awesome. Yeah, thanks for fun. stopping by. Thanks. Bye.